with your host, Wayne Noon, Frank Marble, Uncle Saxon, and Pete Peters. Oh, God. Well, I'm down to 40. So you want to talk about Diamond Head? Let's go. <clears throat> Welcome to Red Salary. How is everybody tonight? Good. Woohoo! Don't be too excited, Greg. Fucking downer. Fuck you. <laughs> and your mom. <laughs> downer dragon. Talk about my mom like that. Oh. I'll do what I want. <laughs> You're off the show. I can do what I want, see? see I don't want what, what? 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 I thought this was America. I can't <laughs> say what I want? No. <laughs> Trump's president. You can't do anything. That's another show. <laughs> yeah, way to kill the vibe. <laughs> yeah, no. Fucking, uh. I'm a bomb back this fucking You try to jump dinner. around and make some good sarcastic jokes, and then he just drops a fucking Hiroshima like that. <laughs> I dropped a T word. What went the uh, hell? All right. Anyway. That was called like Subtext, you ass. <laughs> that was a Nagasaki. Nagasaki. <laughs> Uncle Saxon looks like he's on location tonight. Not in your usual, uh,. Humble abode. Nope. Got no DJ juice tonight. Nothing. I got no. I got no fine rock and roll memorabilia ambiance. Mm-hmm. All I got is a prison me, wall. Our faithful, our faithful listeners and followers. Well, listeners, I could hear you if your connection was good. I'm here with uh, the Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting the ship, the colonel. Which is funny because usually he's got the whole cob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Fucking guy. Oh, you're a comedian. Uh, Oh, that's better. I should have used that hours ago. What about you, Greg? What's going on over there? You're in the same location as usual? Yeah. Yeah. I'm chilling. Listen to music. I'm Same on my shit. vacation okay. now, so... Oh, that's right, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Any plans find for 4th of July? Nope. I yeah. gotta find something to do. Oh, shit. Stop by. sit around here the whole time. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me get right on there. Go ahead. I thought we were going to Vegas for your vacation. Huh? I thought we were going to Vegas for your vacation. I still got that package. I still have more vacation time, but I'm required to take one to one a holiday, so... Oh, okay. What's your plans for uh, 4th of July, Sax? Are they? Are you having 4th of July right now? You know, when, we, um, when we're done with the show? It's been a holiday for, for eight days now. That's all I can say. <laughs> but that's coming up on Uncle Saxon's True Story. All right. Uh, any news going on out there? Because uh, I looked and looked and looked, and there is absolutely nothing. Only one news story that I found. I saw a story about Gene Simmons opening the weed dispensary, but I couldn't find any other corroborating articles besides the High Times one, so I don't know how true it is. <laughs> well, what did it say? Uh, that he's opening up a dispensary in L.A. this week, and uh, he's going to launch in a, an official Kiss-branded strain of weed. <laughs> they say what it's going to be called Kiss Spencery No, no, the weed Oh, no, they didn't uh-huh. Kiss Kush? Probably Not bad, man. That seems the most obvious Yeah, I forget what he said Changed his views on pot now But we all know it's <laughs> yeah, because we all, of the money Yeah, we all know, we all know <laughs> exactly. what changes his views yeah. Green equals green yeah. For yes. Miss Gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then you you would think he would he could find a good toupee that didn't look like a seventies bush with all that <laughs> money, but you know, some people are just happy looking like a jackass. <laughs> uh, he had those hair plug things done, right? 
Yes. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the old singer from Iron Maiden, um, Lays Bailey. He did the same thing. And he he shaved his head. Uh, so. I have not seen a picture of Blaze Bailey since he was in Iron Maiden, probably. I haven't seen him since a uh, picture of him since he was in uh, that shitty band that he was in before Iron Maiden. Wolfsbane? <clears throat> Wolfsbane, right. But like speaking of Wolfsbane and shitty bands, uh, you know, Kevin <laughs> Dubrow, he went, he, Kevin Dubrow went through his entire um, glory days needing hair plugs. And then as soon as he got him, his band went to hell. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. Maybe they put them in too far to his brain. I think so. He had, <laughs> he brain had transplant. <laughs> Started eating in there and he went, hmm, Twilight Hotel. <laughs> no, no wonder we should call this album Terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut a deal to... <laughs> Make a record on a uh, label that was owned by Full Moon Pictures. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> I, actually, I think Terrified is a good album, to be honest. It is a good yeah. record. Guilty, Guilty Pleasures is a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't like that album. Um, down to the Bones, okay. Uh, I've got about half of it. I've got the solo album, and it was it was very bluesy, so it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Riot at all, and I'm glad he didn't put Quiet Riot's name on it. Well, that's good. Thank God. I thought you were going to bring up the uh, Gene Simmons story about him uh, uh, talking about the the ticket prices for the uh, concert, for the uh, farewell tour. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh. That was hot. <laughs> A ticket. Have you seen the ticket prices for that tour? I was reading the thing. What tour is that? The uh, Kiss Farewell Tour, uh, or whatever I the hell they're called. I thought they were done. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Are they doing? Are they doing like Europe and South America and Japan now? Or I don't know. I, I didn't. Pay I, I, I know they done their farewell tour a year ago. Here. Yeah. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't read into the whole thing. I was. Just I saw the real interested farewell to tour in 2001, and I'm wow. good with that. I never need to see <laughs> Kiss again. 2001, was that uh, their reunion farewell, farewell tour? Yeah, Ace and Peter. Oh, you got to see Ace and Peter? Yeah, yeah I so was at the last show that Peter played, actually. He quit the day after. <laughs> you, you, could give me, you could give me Eric Singer and, and, uh, and Thayer, and I wouldn't know the difference. I could give a shit less. In fact, bring back Bruce Kulik. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't mind seeing him with Kulik and seeing him do some of them uh, non-makeup songs he was right. on. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do a... Badass. I'm, su- I'm surprised they didn't do a tour like that. You know, bring everybody back that was in there, except for Eric Carr, obviously. But, you know, Peter Chris probably couldn't play anyway, so I guess that would be kind of pointless. And uh, Vinny's wardrobe, you know, I mean, that would take true. a bus by itself. Vinny Vincent Some wouldn't show dresses, up. Dresses, high heels, and yeah. Who else fuck was in that? War- fuck the wardrobe. His ego could fill a whole fleet <laughs> of buses. <laughs> and then his insanity in a station wagon trailing behind, and he might make it. <laughs> right. Who else was? Um, wasn't there another guitar player after Vinnie Vincent? Mark uh, Saint John. Saint John. Yes, uh, right. dead. Yeah. had to quit. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's been dead for oh, really? years. Oh, well, I guess that whole idea I had wouldn't have worked. <laughs> well, the reason he quit, though, is because his arthritis got so bad that he couldn't uh, yeah. he couldn't perform live anymore. Huh. Or apps, actually. Yeah, they got Bruce Kulik pretty darn quick. Uh, Mark St. John did uh, White Tiger, yeah. and that was kind of his whole legacy right there was, you know, a little bit of Kiss and a band nobody heard of, and huh. goodbye. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Not a bad record, though. No, it's not a bad record at all. But, uh, yeah, the tickets for that concert went from $25 up to $1,000. And then they had the, uh, you know those meet and greets that they do? <clears throat> they had one yeah. that was for, like, they had one for, like, uh, $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> 
cheaper than I thought you were going to say. Honestly. Yeah, I, I guess for them, but that's insane. Well, it's still egregious, but. Well, Shannon Tweed's uh, tits are dropping, so she needs she needs a new lift, apparently. <laughs> and he has to maintain oh. enough cash on hand at all times to be able to swim in it, so he's got to make more. <laughs> right. That 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 whole uh, tour made like uh, millions and millions of dollars. It's insane. Well, but shit, they, dude, he owns so many publishing rights to so many different songs. He probably makes millions from that every year alone. Yeah, and he purchases he purchases other people's publishing rights, so he's got a, yep. a whole clearinghouse. You know, yeah. that's where it's that's where his real dough comes from. Yeah, but also too, like I was reading in the article that they have so many people that you know work on the stage sets and all this other you know all the behind the scene people that they have to pay, which you know I understand. You know, everybody needs to get paid, so just you know, those prices are crazy. I'd be up in the twenty five dollar cheap seats. But I'm not going anyway, so they already did New York. And actually they that was the one of the one of the biggest shows that they did, I think, on the whole tour. I do yeah. think Eric's is an underrated drummer. I think he he's is. a good yes, drummer. He is. He is a good drummer. Actually, I, well, when I said the last time I saw them wasn't the farewell tour because I did see them a couple years after that and Ace was still around, but it was Eric Singer playing the drums. Yeah, he was, was in still your favorite. Around. He was in your favorite uh, band name Slaughter, wasn't he? Eric Singer, no. Like Eric Singer oh, I think he might have um, filled in. Yeah. No, I, I think, think he was actually on the first couple albums. Oh, no. you, you guys are talking about the glam slaughter. No. I'm like, no the fuck. That's what I said, your favorite band name, Slaughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you get it, you high motherfucker. No, that was... Oh, uh... no, it's just because Strapato crushes, man. Yeah. Actually... Do or die, I got you. Actually, no, I don't I don't think uh, X Singer was ever in Slaughter. Sorry. Well, I'm pretty sure he was, but I don't think it was on either Stick It To You or The Wildlife. I it definitely it was, was not. Album that uh, came after that. No, it wasn't that either. I, I'm a big Slaughter fan, so and don't tell me. He was in some band like that. Because uh, that Wildlife, out, not Wildlife, um, Stick It To You was one of my favorite albums. Yeah. That did a big fly. He, I guess he, I guess he flew like the angels. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? We're talking about slaughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. Uh, I guess maybe he. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I have to look that up. I'm, I'm interested in no now because I don't remember their drummer ever leaving the band. <clears throat> The hell is that? Somebody watching cartoons? It's sexy time, baby. Holy! It was what? It's sexy time. Oh, I Breaking thought you said it's sexy magpies. time. Are you? Are we not on video anymore? <laughs> is there a reason why we're not on video? <laughs> well, he did say it was sexy time. So. Oh boy. Yeah. So, uh, Diamond Head. <laughs> well, I have one more news story. Oh, I'm sorry. This is going to be kind of a short kind of show, I guess. Uh, Halloween. They had the uh, Pumpkins United tour, which uh, went through last year, and they finished it up, uh, I think, at the beginning of this year. And they are putting out a DVD, finally, DVD and Blu-ray, uh, in October. Right. So that'll be cool. That's all I got. You know what... Uh... You know what uh, people on uh, Long Island do for Halloween? What's that? Pumpkin. <laughs> uh, he got you there. He did. All right. You want to do your Uncle Saxon story before we do uh, the album thing? Yeah, or... maybe you can actually let me go after that because if I'm breaking up like this, you know. Well, you're fine break... right now. Okay, cool. All right, hold on a sec. The year. <laughs> Wait, let me turn your music on. Hey, kids, everybody gather around. It's time for Stories with Uncle Saxon. 
Okay, go. The year <laughs> was 2013. I went to a concert in Cadott, Wisconsin called Rockfest. I don't remember who was there. I don't remember who was playing. I do remember bringing a stripper. Her name was Yvette. She actually had owned the trailer that we were going to stay in, and I had to pick up all the trailer. So it was a match made in heaven. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. We get there. She turns into um, the uncoolest stripper you ever met. That night, um, that Friday night, uh, she did not come back to the trailer, and she had the key to let me in the trailer. So I slept under a tarp in the rain, (laughs) freezing my balls off. Um, I actually got up the next morning, disconnected her trailer, and drove off, leaving her in a trailer in Wisconsin, never to speak to her again. So, fast forward to the year is 2019. A good friend of mine, a promoter here in Minneapolis, um, asked me if I wanted to stagehand road through Rockfest this year. I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. You know, I can load in, load out, uh, glad hand, whatever, and there's going to be a bunch of rock babes. It'll be great. And he goes, okay, well, if you're going to do Rock Fest, you got to do Country Fest first. Oh, no. I thought that was a good trade. So, yeah, okay. I go to Country Fest eight days ago, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of preconceived notions about what was going to happen there. Okay. I was going to have to deal with Drunken redneck jocks. <laughs> Bunch of music that was going to drive me absolutely crazy. Right. And, you know, bush beer. Tons of bush beer. <laughs> These are my preconceived notions. Right. I get here the first night, stay up until the sun comes up, you know, uh, hanging trusses, lighting and this, that, and the other thing. Hanging truss. Hanging. And there's... There's this little cube, <laughs> um, you know, hooking up lights and that sort of thing. Didn't think much of it. I'm really looking forward to some country babes, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Um, the Daisy Dukes and the halter tops and the bam, bam. Looking forward to seeing a lot of that action because 35, 40,000 people show up to this. Wow. Yeah. So the next night, after we do the kickoff party, which was Wednesday night, um, Blackhawk played. Blackhawk was actually pretty decent. Wait, what? I, Black Blackhawk? Black Hawk. Oh, Hawk. Okay. It's a UK. Damn. I was going to say, that's a pretty, risky, uh, <laughs> risky country music name. Right. <laughs> Long story short. I meet an incredible woman. Her name is Melissa. She's the lighting director. She actually uh, just exited the room. Um, so <laughs> this, true, would, this true Uncle Sex and this true life story is actually a love story. Uh, I fell in love with her, and we have spent pretty much every second together for the last week, and I'm looking forward to many more years. There's your Uncle Saxon's true story of the week. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now untie the woman and let her go. (laughs) 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 Uh, Right now she's running down the aisle and the cops are (laughs) getting her in the car. Come on. We'll get him later. Kind of weird that she disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, look at we you, got a runner. <laughs> hey, by the way, we can't air this uh, episode, so this is just between the three of us. <laughs> <coughs>
God. Good idea. I'll skip this whole thing. Uh, well, really, seriously, congratulations. And I'm uh, glad you went to the country music uh, thing and uh, sound like you enjoyed yourself there a little bit. Yeah, it happy was hard you, brother. fucking work, dude. It was 100 degrees pretty much every day. We had, like, the storms of the century. We had um, literal tornadoes buzzing around. I mean, Noggle, you were you were in Minneapolis that week. Last yeah, it week. was insane. Yeah. yeah, everything that happened there came and flatlined us. It was wow. it was crazy, crazy shit. Mm. So, totally worth it. Yeah, it's meant totally. to be. Yeah. Definitely. So how, did you, uh, how did you like the country music? There's a band... And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a shout out here. Most of it was garbage, um, but this one band called the Rick Monroe Band, or just Rick Monroe, look them up on Facebook or whatever, people. Uh, rocking, totally, totally rocking. Um, they did the theme to Smoking the Bandit, and crushed it better than any metal band could ever hope to. Uh, and you know something like I said I had preconceived notions but I set them aside from yeah. night one yeah. and this country music these days this isn't uh, this isn't your Garth Brooks no not at this, all it's like uh, it's, it's pop country it's like Nickelback with cowboy hats exactly yep yeah it's pretty weird I didn't it mind is. Them. it is a guy at my job he loves country music I don't know why but he does, and uh, yeah, even he says like it's it's not like your old school country music now. It's it's completely your old school, new school country music. Yeah. It's more like uh, a lot of these bands are going back to the outlaw days. You know, the Waylon Jennings, and um, yeah. I, I heard I heard a lot of Johnny Cash, uh, yeah, Chris Christopherson, that kind of the Highwaymen. Mm. It was they they had some cool stuff going on. So I'm not going to poo-poo the events. It was, even if, you know, things didn't turn out the way they did, I yeah. still probably would have had a good time. Well, that's good. Yeah. You going to go line dancing anytime soon? Fuck no. <laughs> I watched enough of that, and I, I literally wanted to throw beers at those people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Fuck that. Yep. All right, well, that was Uncle Saxon's story. Now... And a great story. And a great story. Great love story. Now we move on to the album review. <clears throat> Diamond Head. I had the fucking album. Where the hell did I do it? Hold on. Ah, uh, come on, Wayne. What? Did you see anything? No. Oh. Well, not but. usually like what Uncle John, uh, Uncle John, uh, Uncle Saxon shows. Thank God. Ah, sugar tits for everyone. Thank God your video's off. Oh, you just got audio? That's it? Oh, you didn't know you weren't on video? Uh, I thought you knew. Oh, yeah, you haven't been on well, video. I've made a lot of obscene gestures. I'm just going to take off my pants then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you turned the video off because something was going on. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're not on. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, anyway, the new Diamond Head album called The Coffin Train. Not The Coughing Train. The co oh, there you are. Welcome back. Uh, you got to tell that whole story all over again. I'll edit the show. Back okay? in the house. That's all the people need to know. All right. Do your story again. Ready? Go. Nope. No, we're not doing that again. Diamond Head, The Coffin Train. Brand new album. Just came out, what, like a week or two ago? Yeah. Uh, it's got like ten songs on it. And uh, I think it's very, very good. It is going to be in my top... Uh, I really don't ever do top lists of, uh, you know, the year, but I guess let's do a top 10 of 2019. Okay. All right. I think it's very All good. Right. I think the uh, the vocalist is uh, the vocalist is very good. I, is this the same guy that they've had for a while now? 
Uh, he was on the last record, but I okay. don't know how long he was with them before that. Yeah, I, I meant to check that out. I kind of lost that. track of them for a while. Yeah, I did too. Because they kind of put out some weird releases like here and there, and then some of them were like imports, and they were kind of hard to get a little bit, so I kind of lost track myself. But, um, I mean, this doesn't sound anything like old old school classic <laughs> Diamond Head. This is like newer 2019 Diamond Head kind of thing. And, well, the first uh, couple of songs have that spirit, though. I right. Mean, and, I think the... Ryan Tatler's guitar, there's definitely some. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like that song, the second song, The Message, I think that definitely has a uh, old school Diamond Head feel to it. That's the only song I really feel like Diamond Head-ish, I think, in a way. No, I think that one does, and Belly of the Beast as well is a really? good one, too. Yeah, the opener. Yeah. yeah. What's your problem, Sax? I got a piece. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I know. <laughs> the, his connection got, like, perfect now. <laughs> yeah, it only took an hour. I know, right? But, uh, anyway, I, I cannot find one bad song in this whole album. <clears throat> I think the production's great. I think, uh, like I said, the vocalist, and even at times the vocalist, he sounds almost like Chris Cornell a little bit. On yeah, there songs. is a lot that sounds like Chris Cornell. That's yeah. one of the things I was going to mention. Yep. Um, he's not a bad vocalist, but I hate not the effects on the vocals on this. I didn't notice any effects, though. I listened to this, uh, I don't know how many where times. It does that, where it does that echoey thing where it kind of yeah. sounds like a fucking computer a little bit you know it's got some of that on it oh, I didn't really notice it yeah. I don't know it didn't really stick out to me yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> and I think they're, despite his vocal power they're a little bit overly clean in some areas yeah well, where, it, uh, it, it did uh... the songs of their emotion but uh, yeah. and then there's a little bit too much slow stuff on it too I don't. I don't feel that there's any really slow songs on this album. <clears throat> if the sleeper is correctly named, <laughs> I don't know. I think you're totally wrong. I didn't find no, any. No, I love Diamond Head, but that is a bad song. Really? Yeah, I knew you weren't going to be too. What's that? What's it? What you? Oh, you left again. <laughs> oh boy. What were you saying, anyway? The parts what? <clears throat> the parts don't really connect together like they should. Uh, it just it sounds so disjointed, and then it's boring, except for, you know, the last section of it. Mm. Not a good song. I don't know. Well, after I listened to this, I knew you wouldn't care for this album as much as you do with the older stuff. Cause it's, well, it's nothing's ever going to be as good as Lightning to the Nation. But I like right. the one they did right before this, but it was a little heavier too. That's what I. There's a lot of melancholia on this. And... It is, but I, I think they really did it really good. And uh, shit, I wish I didn't put this away. Uh, they don't do it with enough feeling for me, you know. And like I said, nothing will ever be lightning to the nations. But I have to compare it because even though I think the. Uh, I can't. I know this guy's name is like Rasmus Anderson or something yeah, like that. Something anyway, like that, yeah. even though I think he's the better vocalist, you know, he doesn't really use the emotion that Sean Harris did, and that's what I feel is missing from a he's, lot of these He's songs. a little, yeah, he's a little different. But I, I don't know. I like how he he does his stuff because he doesn't just stay in one area. He's doing different vocals. Like I said, he's got that Chris Cornell vocal thing going on. Then he does that higher. It's okay, well, you just ruined my review. Oh, Were you guys talking about Chris Cornell earlier? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was very unprofessional. Um, you were kind of long week, and I... Well, I mean, he very clearly sounds like Chris Cornell. Def There's a lot definitely. of moments on this record that sound like mid to late 90s sound garden. Yeah. Like that song, Coffin Train, where he, that's where he really starts doing it. And... Yep. I was going to say he sounds like his inner Chris Cornell's coming out, but can't quite bust through the flesh. Can't quite get over the Chris Cornell top, like Chris Cornell did. He gets right there, and then he can't finish. He gets close. If, if Soundgarden wanted to replace Chris Cornell, 
and continue, they could do it with this guy, I think. You know, they could, but uh, yeah, you're right. He, he doesn't. He doesn't get there. His, his uh, the ass end of his screen. Yeah, right. Well, what are you gonna do? I think he's good. I love this album. It's one of my favorites of this year. What's your thoughts on this, Saxon? Honestly, my thoughts are, um, and I wrote a bunch of them down. Uh, I don't, I don't think uh, the single "Belly of the Beast" sounds uh, like it should be. Um, it shouldn't be the single of, of the album, right? Yeah, because right. it doesn't sound like anything else on the album, right? And I guess that's what, I guess that's what bands do now. Um, I liked it, and this is this is where my comparison comes in. And I hope, Dragon, that you can get on board with this. Because if anybody can, it's you. This reminds me of late 80s Bad Company. Yeah. That's a pretty good comparison, actually. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rogers doing late 80s Bad Company. Yeah. Um, as, far, as far as the songs go, I thought the sleeper was the sleeper. Yeah, that's the same thing I said. I hate that song. Okay, well, I really like that song. Uh, The intro is very, very cool. And the song itself is um, creative. I I, I think think that song saved the album for me. I actually liked, uh, let's see here. Oh, I like number eight, too. I'm, I'm not going to look it up. Yeah, I'll look it serrated, up. Serrated Love. That's what it's called. Yes, exactly. Cool song. Uh, number two was okay. It sounded more like uh, more like old, old Diamond Head. Yeah, The Messenger. But, yep. Yeah, The Messenger. Yeah. But at the same time, it had no originality whatsoever. That Every, every band in history has done that song, mm. including Diamond Head a million times. With that said, uh, the song Sleeper sounds like old Diamond Head. <laughs> Some of it still uh, sounds like New Wave of British Heavy Metal to me, but more in a prank, Praying Mantis uh, vein. Mm-hmm. Praying Mantis yeah. album, which was a good album. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could see the... Uh, I don't, I don't, this isn't AOR. This is... No. This isn't really even metal, though. So it's, I would call this a really hard rock and hard rock album. Yeah, yeah. I so, agree with that. If, uh, if anybody's looking for your daddy's diamond head, this ain't it. Hmm. And you should still check it out because I, I like it. I think it's a good album. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I would not hold it up to the older diamond head albums, but it is a, it's a good album. You got to disconnect yourself from Lightning yeah. to the Nate. Right. You can't, you can't look at this as the same band whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Well, you can't all. really look at anything they've done <clears throat> after Lightning to the Nation in comparison <clears throat> to Lightning to the Nation. True. It's a shame that they never lived up to it, but this yeah. is a pretty good album. I just don't care for it as much as other stuff. Are you are you holding are you are you holding the Diamond Head torch though? Because I know this is one of your favorite bands of all time. So a little bit, which is why I like Belly of the Beast as much as I do. But uh, no, I did the Sleeper is just I think a bad song. The parts don't really? work together right. It's really boring. yeah. The Phoenix is great, but uh, you guys said you love the two sleeper. songs. I really. It. No, he meant it as he, he could actually sleep I, through it. I was being positive about that song. Yeah. That's my favorite song on the whole album. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that one, and I don't like <laughs> Serrated Love either. They're both horrible. All right, so who, yeah. who, who burnt the uh, roast? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> go, go put out the, the roast in the oven. It's on fire. Yeah, there's nothing beeping. Well, I hear the beeping, so yeah. it must be uh, drag. TV. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Greg just doesn't like this time that album. But uh, you're fine. No, I <clears throat> like it. It's just 
not. I don't like it as much as you guys. Yeah, do. you you were expecting Diamond Head. No, yeah. I wasn't hey. expecting. To, no, you were expecting old school Diamond Head, and then just no, I, what you were expecting. You want to shut the fuck up so I can say what I was gonna say? <laughs> Tell I it to the Colonel's face. Expecting that. Apologize for the something a little heavier, more along the lines of the one they released back in 2016, which I actually love. That's a really good record, but right. it's a little bit on the heavier side of things, right, too. Right, right, But it does, but. I mean, other than the riffs Tatler plays <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> yes, yes. it isn't really... Not really, no. Continue. Are you oh, done? Fist, fist, fist cuffs are about to bust out here on this on this program. Can, can you be an adult now? No. You want to put the fucking cup down? No. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> oh, Kevin, this is a pop. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, man. I don't know. That really fucking frustrated me, and I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> They should. They should not uh, name this diamond album. They should just name it like Diamond or Head. No, but no, not it diamond can still head. be Diamond Head it's because diamond. I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's still Brian Tatler. Um, yeah. He's the band. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rasmus can sing the old songs. I think they sound great live. I don't know what it is about the way his vocals sound on this record. I just don't like how they're recorded. Something about it sounds processed, which is one of the things that bothered me the most. But uh, He produced the album and everything, so he probably, yeah. you know, made sure everything was, you know, down to the T. Uh, you know, perfect with his stuff. Like so. I said, it was just, it was a little too melancholy for me. I thought the production was a little muddy, to be honest, on a lot of really? the songs. Really? I did. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Sheen. It was. It was a little so. muddy. It was a little dirty. Yeah, some of it. He, he buried the guitars a little bit in certain yeah. parts that I wasn't too happy think, about, and it sounds yeah. like he raised his vocals in those areas. <laughs> well, He's maybe got... not raised them, but they're certainly way louder than the fucking guitar lines are, which. I think he does that in part of the sleeper, and that was one of the things that really bothered me, because that section of the song should be built around that riff. His vocals shouldn't be that loud. Hmm. Well, as soon as this program's over, I'm going to go listen to the sleeper because I think that's a great song, and so I'm actually looking forward to hearing it again. I'm going to continue to go to take a to shot this. and listen to Helpless because the fucking new wave of British heavy metal rule. <laughs> that is a good song. And by honestly, by extension, though, this version of the band, I think, is a good version of Diamond Head that carries the legacy pretty well. Um, you know, the last album they did with Sean Harris, All Will Be Revealed, was a little weird. He didn't really sound that into it. So it's nice to see him get a kick of life like this and put out some quality stuff. I did not know he was on that one. Yeah, he's on All Will Be Revealed. That's the last uh-huh. one we did with him. I still can't believe we didn't go down to Neeson's and, and, and catch that, what, year and a half ago? Yeah, we really oh, wow. should have. I didn't, there was probably I, nobody I think, there. I think we uh, did something that. before that that uh, just wore us out. Yeah. Okay, that don't sound right. That sucks, because there was probably, like, nobody there either. Yeah, I don't think there probably was either. That would have been cool. Alright, well, go check out so that what album. What you guys wearing? Oh, well, I'm wearing uh, one of my deceased shirts, Death Metal from the Grave. I, yeah, oh, he put that cool. on the back. I was going to yeah. get that one, but I'm, I'm kind of out of money right at the moment. You should have. Vincent Price is fucking awesome on the back, man. That's a good yeah. so, Turn around. I want to see the Vincent Price aspect. Hang on. <laughs> now look at you did. Oh, I can't stand up with the headphones on. I forgot. Death metal from the grave. Oh, that is cool. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I should have bought one of those. He nice. had like a, he had like three, three left. I think he posted on his uh, Facebook the other day. I think people bought them, so it was too late anyway. Maybe he'll do it again. And I'll get it. Uh, I'm wearing Hell shirt. The band Hell. Oh, the, okay. Uh, it's a, I thought uh, that was a them shirt. One the Ouija board. Ouija board, yeah. Yep. 
I am wearing Fireburn. Fireburn! The hell's Who fire is uh, Israel Joseph I, who is on the Bad Brains, uh, really Bad Brains uh, album without HR. And he came on. Uh, me and me and Greg saw him with uh, opening for GBH and completely blew me away. It was a fucking Insto fan, man. They were awesome. Israel Joseph I, I guessed. Yep. I, I guessed. I'm like, that looks like Israel Joseph I. Yeah. I'm Turned like, out to yeah, be Israel Joseph really I. does. Turned <laughs> <laughs> out to be him. Yeah. Well, it cool. was funny because we were talking Good about time. it, and before we figured out it was him, we were like, no, that can't be Israel Joseph I. There's no way. Because <laughs> he looked way too young. I mean, Rise came out in 93, I believe. Yeah. And this guy looked like he was 20. Okay. It was him. Wow. I tall living Iremon. Nice. So, Fireburn. Check them out. Very cool. Yeah. Um, for next week's show, do you guys want to say who's going to be on? <clears throat> Our friend and comrade, com- yep. brother in arm, drummer extraordinaire of the band Hex Vorices. Minneapolis Threat. Smash Legends in their own mind at this point, but will be in time. Yes. Well, Greg, you're going to have to say who that was because Saxon. Vortices. All right. Who's going to be on, though? Tom Croxton. Tom Croxton. A local legend, but an awesome drummer. He is pulling double duty with Thor right now. He was on Thor's last album, Hammer of the Gods, I Mm -hmm. think it was called. Yeah, and that's a great record, and Hex Vortices is his thrash band, and they're about to put out their first album, and it's awesome. Oh, the album's out. The album's been out for two weeks. Well, then, go buy it, guys. Go buy it. I've already bought it. It's sitting in my <laughs> mailbox. I just can't seem to get home to get it. It's because you're stuck in that Fuck. hotel. Oh, I'm trapped behind the cheddar curtain. <laughs> you got to eat your way out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Uh, and but, uh, and the Voivod moment of the week. So oh yes, go ahead. They please. they played Jazz Fest in Montreal this past week, and Dan Mongrain, Chewy, the guitar player, he came up with a brass jazz fusion arrangement for the end of Dormancy. There's a video on YouTube. Um, he put a lot of hard work in it, and it's awesome, man. It's the best jazz fusion I've heard since it made me feel like I did the first time I heard Zappa's Hot Rats and Chunk of Revenge. He, wow. he did it. Dan is an amazing composer, and he's doing a great job. And with what they already did on The Wake with Sonic Mycelium, I really look forward to the future of Boy Bob. Yeah, he was oh, very uh, he was very proud of that because he keeps writing about it on Facebook a lot, I see. He should be. He did the whole thing in only fifty hours, and it came wow. out amazing. Yeah, he's very happy with that. What were we saying, Sax? I was just saying if uh, that's some pretty high frickin' praise from Dragon if he's comparing it to Hot Rats. Mm. Best thing I've heard since the Mothers of Invention. Wow. Okay. Well, now I'm gonna check it out for sure. Nice. Well. One last thing. Uh, we were supposed to have a guest on tonight, and I totally screwed that up. We were supposed to have uh, one of the uh, members of the band. Um, oh, my God. I just lost it. Twisted Tower Dyer. Twisted Tower Dyer. Thank you. God damn. I got terrible memory. But we rescheduled, and he will be on the 17th of July, which will be our last show for two weeks. I need a break. These guys need a break. And, well, you might do something while we're on kind of a break, right, Greg? Maybe. I may. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're going to work on that over the next couple days here. And if it's uh, if it works out well enough, we'll, we'll, do, we'll figure out something. All right, cool. That's what I was talking to you about, Sax, about maybe doing the King X and the Zappa thing. King's X. Okay. Well, well, Nooner, he's being uh, very hospitable to you right now. We are going to do a anti-power metal three-hour marathon. Is 
get behind the cage and throw fecal matter at PC-16. And, uh, Why would you I don't do know, that? name another metal band. I, I can't even think of one enough. Oh, uh, STS Mission. Yeah, yeah. Stuff uh, like that. His, his beloved that. Halloween. Fuck no, you. Not don't you Halloween, fucking dare touch we that. Will, he, will, he will get I on will. the next airline's flight to Minneapolis. I will. Yeah. I'll drive. I don't it. know. I don't care. Mania, Watchtower, there's got to be something. There. Narnia. There you go. Narnia. Narnia. I'll leave Narnia yeah. alone. Let's rip on Narnia and Hammerfall a lot. Yeah, there we go. Hey. Well, you guys can do whatever you want. It's going to be your show. Oh, do dude, what you that'd please. be great to just rip on power metal for two You weeks. can. It would be, be funny. I'm going to look up some show. best of power metal lists. <laughs> go ahead. Do something. That would be fun. That would be a good show. I think you guys would do very well. <laughs> All right. Catch you guys next week. All right. Later. Thanks. See you guys next week. And, uh, yes. Goodbye, Melissa. Did she ever come back? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Cool. Very cool. We made it. It's still recording. I know. Yep. In case something happens. <laughs> All right, Chris Hansen, go take it down on that. No shit. Yeah. Hold on a second while I go get cookies. Staring into the dark. Cold hands wrapped around the heart. A quiet war and a hidden truth.